0: They're the big don't argue. Get off me, he says. Clear the tarmac. It's takeoff time. Media Vintage Sports Network presents Play by Play Podcast with Jordan Hughes. Hello and welcome. Thanks for finding us and thanks for joining us once again the Play by Play Podcast. Very special one on one interview coming up very shortly. Before we get into it, I just want to say a big thank you for joining us once again for 2024. Should be a massive year ahead. If you do like what we're doing, please like and subscribe and Follow along on Apple Podcast. tell your friends and we'll keep this thing going. But in the meantime, enjoy a very special podcast today with Titans sensation, Lauren Brown. We've got a very special guest today. Uh, she's one of the most talented and versatile playmakers in the game. She's played rugby sevens, soccer at a high level, We're making the switch to rugby league, debut for the Brisbane Broncos, currently at the Gold Coast Titans, Australian Jewelry, Queensland Maroon. She is Lauren Brown. Welcome, Los.
1: <laughs> That's an intro. I should probably pay you for that It's intro. a long resume, Yeah. Making me blush, that felt very nice. <laughs> How are we? Yeah, good, good.
0: We're just saying I haven't seen you probably since school. It's been a minute.
1: Yeah, probably, what, 10 years, maybe 11 years?
0: Oh, that, no, we have, you what? haven't changed at all?
1: No, either have you. <laughs> Is
0: that good or bad? I don't know. Oh,
1: we'll say we look young.
0: Yeah, okay, we'll take it. What are you, 28? You're, you're the same age as me, yeah. eh? But great yeah. above. 95, you're 95. Yeah, 29 this year.
1: Yeah. It's no good, eh? One step closer
0: to 30. I saying, yeah, now I can say next year I'm 30. Yeah. That's so like crook.
1: It's like... Yeah, it's not well. One of my friends, my best friend, she's turning 30 this year and she's not looking forward to it. I'm like, oh, one more year away yeah, I'm from I'm still claiming 20s. We're, we're fine. I feel <laughs> yeah.
0: like what I'm doing is because we had the COVID, we had yeah. two years off. So I'm only 26. We lost two. Technically, so wind it back, you know. Yeah,
1: we lost two years of living. Really, we're <laughs> just all in our apartment. So yeah.
0: no, not much. I like that. Um, thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it.
1: No, thanks for having me.
0: Talk a bit of bit of footy. So I guess uh, February now. It's a bit of a weird time this uh, time of year for you. Now, are you where you're at now? Are You working BMD. What's what's going on?
1: Yeah, so pretty much just getting back into BMD. So I'm going to play Belly Bears this season and just still working um, with the Fireys. Worked all the way through um, off-season and now Bears is just starting up again. So just getting back into the the juggling. and um, But no, I miss I like being around a team in that team environment. So stoked to be back with BMD.
0: When does Titan's sort of preseason start when he goes all back as a group again?
1: I don't know the actual date, but I want to say like end of May because I oh, know okay. yeah. it starts to overlap with origin at some point where like you'll be going in and out of mm. – pre-season for origin and I always thought it's funny because
0: BMD is almost your trial for origin isn't it yeah because there's no NRL
1: yeah and and I think that's like a really good way for girls to try and put their hand up for origin selection is through BMD so I like that you know the Queensland QRL have kept it at the start of the year so it gives us a, a good chance to get some footy under our belt and put our hand up try different positions or things like that especially in the lead into origin
0: should you play Bears last year no. Because you are doing the – we'll get to that, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I missed last year. I had the yeah. biggest FOMO sitting on the sidelines. They won, up. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who they beat? They beat They Wynnum. beat Bass
0: in the final. M. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there was a few Titans in there and they – yeah, Bears got up. Um, I went up and watched the grand final and I was just sitting there. It was so good.
0: Yeah. Lovely. Uh, so we'll sort of work backwards here, obviously 2023, a massive year for you, but I'll sort of start off the field. Uh, now you're a qualified firefighter, um, something I guess a bit unique. I, I don't know any firefighters. Um, I guess how that all happened, was it always a plan? Sort of talk me through that a bit.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely loving being a firey. Um, so probably first really got the idea that I wanted to do fireys when I was about 19, but obviously like still quite young, need a bit more life experience and and, you know, sevens and other things were starting to take off. So I kind of put on the back burner um, and decided to pursue it later when I, um, you know, it was a little bit older and, and it was the right time. So I applied. It would have been the start of 2021. And um, like it was probably process of a year, 18 months, and then kind of got put on a wait list. And then it was when I got back from World Cup, um, it, which was like December 2023 got the um sorry December 2022 mm-hmm. no 23. Well what are we what it are we in
0: now so it was January last year wasn't it? you did this yes yes yeah, so yeah okay
1: December 22 yeah. I'm so confused um yeah I got the email saying that I got a spot um on academy mm-hmm. like a spot in a recruit course at academy and that was starting um, end of Feb and would run all the way through to end of June so um I had a big decision there to make whether, um, you know, I was going to knock that back, mm. which would mean I'd have to start from scratch with um, with the application process. So wow. do those whole two years again um, or, you know, have a small sacrifice and and miss a little bit of footy um, for a s- stable career later on in life.
0: So I guess the, I can imagine the training program to get into BFI is pretty full on. Um, yeah, Is it as crazy what I've seen?
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely different and it's something that I've never – Like I don't have a trade background or anything like that. So it was super different, even like terminology and things Mm. like that, different pieces of equipment I've never handled before. Um, So it was a massive learning process, but it was unreal. Like it was four months, um, Monday to Friday um, for 16 weeks of just, yeah, training, practical theory, had a lot of assignments and stuff. You hadn't
0: studied. Did you study post all sense? Yes, yeah. Okay. So I
1: had a year off and, yeah. like, did a little bit of W League and stuff yeah. and then decided that soccer's definitely not going to pay the bills. I was yeah. swinging two jobs <laughs> while yeah. I was um, playing with the Jets down in Newcastle and I was like, no, nah, this, this isn't living. So I um, decided to go back, move to the coast. And, um, so a bit of a gap between studies, though. Yeah, yeah. So back I had into it. a little gap year but I wasn't travelling Europe like all our friends were. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought everyone did that post we finished, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how does it compare physically? The training, obviously, fiery to to us sort of a league preseason. I guess I can physically it'd be pretty tough, wouldn't it? Being the fiery.
1: It was, it was extremely tough. Um, the main, the main difference was like you've got all this gear on, especially that. So we had a live fire component, mm. which is essentially a bunch of um, shipping containers fitted out as if they're bedrooms and. Um, or workshops or anything that could potentially be a structure on fire. And um, they would load it with fuel, little like bins in the middle just to simulate a fire and things like that. Wow. And that, like some of those containers, if the fire was going for a while, would get up to about 600 degrees. Um, so being in that heat with all your PPE on, um, your BA, like dragging a hose around and then. If you have to make rescues, um you've got mm. a couple of 60 kilo um dummies that you're dragging in and out. So it was honestly, it was, it's fatiguing and I think I got fitter from that and yeah. then leading into- into. it helped your footy season, a bit yeah. of a free
0: season, ready to go.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think I shedded a few kgs because I was just honestly sweating that much and if- Anyone knows me or been in a team with me, they know I don't need <laughs> help when it comes to sweating. So um, yeah, wow. it, was, it was hectic, but it was cool.
0: Do you remember, I guess, your first proper fire? Like, how was that experience actually out of, in the field?
1: Yeah, I am. Um, fortunately, I haven't had too many fires um, or serious incidents, which mm. means everyone's been um, safe and and yeah, having a good holiday season. Yes, good. Um, but I yeah had a had a couple small fires. Um, but you know they were they were put out pretty quickly. We were lucky enough that they were close to our station. So we were there within a few minutes and before they really kicked off. So I guess
0: is the rescue component, I guess, busier on the coast? Like uh, car accidents, That's sort of your domain as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. So it depends, definitely depends where you're stationed at with what kind of incidents happen. So, for example, like Pimpermire, Helensvale and Narang, um, they're all, and Rabina, really, mm. um, they're all near the M1. So there's a yeah, lot of okay. high-speed traffic crashes, um, trucks or cars, and then Narang, you also have the component um, out near Tambourine, Springbrook, those windy roads. So they definitely have a lot of road traffic wow. incidents um, as well as, yeah, a lot of fires and stuff out there. But um, I am at at, have been based at Surface and so obviously it's, oh, uh, I was going to say a shit ton of high rises, but a lot of high rises um, with automatic alarms and automatic fire, sy- fire systems mm. put in place. So um, we have a lot, yeah, a lot of alarms and things um, on okay, yeah. the
0: surface. My uncle's a, a fiery, so oh, cool. for hearing all your stories over the years, it's it's not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> like it's pretty, you know, full on. I guess you see a lot. Um, I guess is there, what's the mental side to prepare you for those sort of situations? Because I'm sure you'll see some stuff that will be, you know, tough.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's one of those things that I've never had to deal with that before. Hmm. Um, but everything with the fireys is really process-driven. So you're not worrying about the outcome, you're just worrying about, what you have to do now and what the next thing you have to do is. So it's very um, task orientated. So I think that helps when you're in that situation, you're like not really kind of worried about what's actually going on. You're like, what do I have to do now? What's my next step? And you kind of, kind of similar to sport, like you just go back into that yeah. process mindset. Um And then like, if you do go through something quite heavy, then there's a lot of like peer support. We have our own like, um, peer support network and psychologists on hand um, if we need to talk you need to. to.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Because Bill, I realise you gave us a chance to play Origin last year to do this, um, which the girl was a draw in the end, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. Or um, we won
0: on – Queensland
1: won. It, I would call it a draw. But
0: now we'll find out next this year, three games finally. <laughs> yeah, finally,
1: finally that something that makes sense as three okay. games. yeah well, like, so I don't know what I'm thinking there, right eh? oh, We were honestly like instead of two – if you can't afford three yeah. games, we'll take one, at least as a clear winner. And, of
0: course, the second game would end the way it did, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> oh, I know. And I think I think it may have been like two or three weeks before the Origin Series started that they changed the rules because originally it was going to be, if it was one all, whoever won the year before oh, retained it. Okay. So, which would have been New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it was, honestly, it was pretty close to when the campaign was starting. That. They changed it to points aggregate. So. Worked it all right. We are like, we're in this, let's go. We'll take that. So
0: I guess you're hungry, obviously, get back in there this year. It's one of your main goals, I'm assuming?
1: Yes, definitely, definitely hungry. Um, Also had major FOMO watching the girls last year, but I was super proud, super proud of them watching. Like, they gave it everything. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I really, really want to be there next year, which there's so much competition. There's so many quality girls, so it's it's going to be tough. But um, I'm going to try and use BMD to try and put my best foot forward and see if I can... Sneak my way back in there somehow. I don't know where. But.
0: I'm sure you'll find a place. Uh, so we'll talk about footy, a bit of the Titans. Uh, obviously last year, you know, incredible year, uh, making it to the GF. Of course, so not the result you wanted in the end, but incredible season. Um, I guess if you look back, I guess how would you describe that season in a nutshell for you guys?
1: Oh, great question. It was like I think it was just a grind. Like to describe our season, it was a grind. There were a lot of close games that – could have gone either way. So I'm just gonna... You're right. How good the surround sound with a, the a drinking? It's, a bit of yeah, it's good, yeah, we love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> People love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <all about. laughs>
1: um, yeah, I think to describe last season, I would say it was a grind. Um, there were so many close games, some by one, some by two points, some won in the last five, ten minutes of the game. Um, but I was just really proud of the girls. Like, obviously when you start a preseason, you're all, yeah, we want to, we want to win this competition, but to actually get to that grand final, it was just like, we were just so proud of each other. We really connected on and off the field and each round game, we just kind of got tighter and tighter as a group and really like that belief started growing. Yeah. And that was all, you know, from Murph and our coaching staff, like with the game plan, it was like started to trust the game plan so all we had to do was follow that and then we just believed that if we did that then we would win and it slowly kept happening momentum. game after game and, yeah, momentum swung and, yeah, we got there in the grand final and obviously came up really short, um, bloody Tamika. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesus.
0: Well, at least she's a Queenslander. But oh, I know. <laughs> I
1: was like I've been in a lot of teams with her where mm. she – has done that and won us the game, yeah. and it was the first time I've been against her um, when she does that, and it doesn't. feel Tell you very what, nice. though, that
0: that you, your combo with um, uh, Jamie just yeah. three hat trick. You think they'd get it the first time? <laughs> just <talking> her <laughs> underneath one, two, and she's just too big, too strong. Uh, that was I was off, I was on oh. my feet cheering for that for sure. Oh,
1: thank you, um, Chapo's amazing. Honestly, like she made me look good. All I had to do, honestly, was just give her the ball, and she finds a way to score. Like, or she'll get a quick play of the ball, break the line. She, Yeah, she's amazing. And I think we have a really good um, – we're like – she's one of my best mates off the field, so I think that kind of transfers on the field and we sure. just have a really good combo. Um, but I think after that first time, like in the grand final, I think we scored um, with that little drifter play, mm. with Chapo coming underneath. And I, I said to the Knights girls, I was like, have you not done your video review? Like, it's just like how only, <laughs> this is our only. our only move we do. Oh,
0: well, it worked times three. But so. that
1: just speaks volumes for Chapo. Like she's yeah. an absolute weapon, and they know it's coming, but they still can't stop her. To be
0: fair, they go to got to go the line. You still got to you play your part to get it there. So
1: a little bit, but a little um, bit. You're humble yeah, humble like and you lost. <laughs> no. yeah.
0: Uh, I guess for me, from an outsider watching that season, it looked like the culture off the field was really strong. As you mentioned, like a real, I like guess, sisterhood of sorts. Was that sort of an accurate depiction?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think what was really cool is we had, like, a good mix of young girls. Some of them it was their first NRLW season and we had some older girls, well, I'll say more experienced girls, who, you know, had a few seasons under their belt or were playing at least 10 years before NRLW was even a thing. So it was really cool to see the combo of the, the young and experienced kind of intertwine and help each other um, and just the work ethic and the attitude of these young 18 year olds was like mature beyond their years and kind of motivated us older girls um, yeah to to be better and they just kept pushing us and we were pushing them, so it was really cool.
0: Well, how cool um, is it? Destiny, yep. she's a young playmaker. Imagine for her coming in, seeing you know Chapman, Politi, like yourself, you know, big names to learn of. It must be exciting for those young girls as well.
1: Yeah, they um they were they were awesome. Honestly, they added so much value. Um, and we, I think there was one stage we had five year olds on wow. the field um in their first NRLW season, and you wouldn't have even known. You would have thought they were experienced girls. So they're um they're very humble. Um, but they're yeah. They've got a lot ahead of them.
0: As do you, Lost, just getting started. Um, <laughs> just warming up. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, that win against the Roosters, that semi final win, if you guys went to Sydney, um, no one sort of backed you, you know, Roosters, stack, they're stacked, they're going to, you know, off the park. But you guys found a way. Well. I remember when I was over in Europe actually. Joe um, you know Lawrence Faith for Yes, yes. Yeah, yep, so yep. he had it on the on the live stream. We're watching it, and it was the, the clock just tick, tick, ticking up, and it was it was twelve nil, and you were holding on, and you found a way to win. Like that must have been one of the most special wins you've been a part of.
1: That was definitely um, describing grind. Like that game was the epitome of that, and I think it just showed how far we've come throughout our season um, cuz when we versus the roosters i think it was around 5 they absolutely they on you, dusted yeah. us at C-Bus. so yeah. we kind of took offense to that and was like yeah no fuck that like mm. they they can't do that so it kind of fueled us a little bit um but then it just showed the difference in how far we'd come as a team in those four four rounds of difference yeah. um how much we'd grown and our game plan kind of mastered it a little bit and, yeah, just shut them out, especially for a team with that many attacking weapons to keep them to zero. I think that was the most proud thing um, from the girls and the coach was, yeah, that we didn't let them score a point.
0: Yeah, I guess it wasn't all smooth sailing for you, a bit of a, a position switch. You're obviously playing nine most of your career and then start the year and then had to switch to seven, that chief playmaking role. How was, I guess, how was the head noise for you doing that? It Obviously, you you, you know found your way, but what was that like for you?
1: Yeah, honestly, it – so – Um, Murph and I had a chat leading into the season, coming off World Cup where I played nine, um, absolutely loved it, felt really comfortable there and thought, like we both thought that was the best place for me in the team. So started there and then ended up getting moved to the bench, which kind of, I'm not going to lie, like that, you know, shook my confidence a lot and I was, um, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to have to work on my game Um, and then just kind of kept coming off the bench just whenever I was on the field, just... Trying to do the best I can. Add is bring as much energy as I can, and then eventually, it was after that Roosters game. I think we had a few injuries in the halves. And was it
0: uh, Fui Mano who got yeah, injured? Yeah.
1: So Fui, Fui got injured in round one.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. Who was the who moved, Who hurt herself to go out for you to come we in? We
1: had um Sienna Lafupo. Oh yes, yes. So she picked up a little niggle in the Roosters game and couldn't finish it. So I. Right. Went in there the last might have been last ten minutes, yeah. and it kind of felt good. Mm. And obviously the game was gone; they'd probably put three hundred <laughs> points on us by then. So <laughs> game was just thirty, that's sure. <laughs> <true. laughs> um, and yeah, so you know, it was just had a little taste, and then um, I forget something. Something happened. It was either yeah, a little bit of a niggle. So I just the next week I trained there at half, mm. um, and I was ended up going onto the left side. Um, and Shantae was training at the right side there, and it just really clicked at training. Um, probably with that friendship with Chapo and, and Shaylee Ben off the field, I think, you know, we just really wanted to make it work, and and it just seemed to click from the first session, and we you, you could just see our confidence starting to grow, and then I think our first game we had as an edge was the Dragons game, um, which the first half was great. Um, not the second half, though, <laughs> but, yeah, so it kind of moved to half, and... Just through training, like, and the feedback from the girls and stuff, they seem to feel really comfortable with the change. And I think um, that's, yeah, when we was, started. Was that your first sport. taste
0: of playing halfback ever? No. Have I play,
1: well, when I first came from sevens um, at Bears, which was 2020, I played six. Okay. Which was yeah. on the left side, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Had an idea. Same thing. And then my first year I went to Titans, I played halfback. But when was that? That was... The second year, the second season in 2022, played half-back, but I was not not making excuses, but I just – I broke my wrist. like mm. So I missed all of pre-season. I was just rehab running and my first kind of – The wrist is so annoying too because everything oh. else you
0: feel like you're fine, but you just can't Literally, pass. Literally, yeah.
1: I can't pass. So I was like – I kept my running and my fitness up, but I just couldn't be in the team stuff. And I think so – but even like I wasn't at my fittest, I wasn't at my best and – um, so then I went in, new team, new position and I just, I was, yeah, I was very disappointed with how I, you know, went for the team that season um, and then kind of shifted back to nine and then the opportunity came for seven and I was like, no, I really love this. So, I think you were great there. Thank you. Is
0: there a thought that maybe that could be a long-term Play? Hopefully. You're, I think, you,
1: yeah, I'm going to aim to, to go seven again yeah, okay. this season all yeah. going well um, mm-hmm. with the Titans and just continue that combo from last year.
0: Because to be fair, if you can play a high-level nine and seven, it's going to help you regardless.
1: Definitely. And I think that has helped me in the past, like um, with sevens or with league is trying to be versatile yeah. and be that utility player. Like I Did you play center
0: at some stage? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. So I debuted with Bronx mm. in 2020. I debuted on the wing.
0: Wheels. I think
1: I'm the slowest <laughs> winger to have ever taken the field. Um, and then it was like, and then the natural progression in the game to go wing, and then I would be like the 14. So yeah. then I'd go and play 10 minutes in, in nine, and then yeah. head back out. <laughs> Look how far you've come. And then my first two origins, I've never played center before in my life. In my first two origins, you're origin center. Yep. Oh, I didn't realize that. True. Yeah. So I had to tackle Izzy Kelly. Oh, nice. He's an absolute weapon. Yeah, a bit of a beast. So, yeah, it's knocked some sense into
0: me. So. <laughs> I'll go a bit, yeah, the big boys, the big girls can look after you a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm a bit more protected in the middle.
0: That's funny. Um, so, of course, obviously you've grown up with a soccer background. Um, obviously, knowing you from school... I used to hear every assembly, oh, Lauren Brown, this, Australia, this. I'm like, who is this bloody girl? <laughs> and I always knew you were a good, good soccer player, and I always knew you were good at your feet. But I want to chat about obviously the field goals this yeah. year, just, just absolute clutch. So I actually want to show you some, some film. Okay. Um, so, yeah, talk, you'll see uh, if this works for me.
1: How's
0: the double chin? <laughs> Celebration coming on this? You guys do your, because oh, of the yeah, try July?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this planned for a try, but I don't know why, but we just did it, anyway. <laughs> it Didn't count for triage <laughs> It works, it works. They were um, flames, by the way, and I was putting them out. Oh, oh is that what they were? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't very clear.
0: Though, I thought was it was it. maybe the 10-pin the bowling sort of you've fallen over. Yeah, sort of yeah.
1: I probably should have gone
0: <laughs> um, Obviously, you know, look at those moments, pretty pretty clutch in tough situations, um, especially that Broncos one against your former club. Uh, I guess run me through them. How was that experience for you?
1: Honestly, that, that first one, well, the Bronx one, um, round two, I just had this feeling like going into the game that, this is going to be a really important game for our season, um, and it's probably yeah, it's it's really going to matter. Um, but a little backstory before that game, I kind of found out I got benched a few days before, or like literally one day before, um, just for like ta- tactical, <clears throat> like kind of like for tactics, um, and that kind of shook me a little bit. I you know was not really like we didn't. Whole week really prepare for that and um so confidence was shaken a little bit leading into this game and I was kind of like had that little fire in my belly that I was like okay doesn't matter when I get on the field when I get on I'm gonna make it count and just you know
0: all guns run the-
1: yeah run till I pass out kind of thing yeah. um so it was cool to to be able to do do that for the girls and and get the win especially against the Bronx I've got some really good mates and yeah. my former club so i think that's what made it even sweeter um, up there too up at the there. gabba wasn't it yeah at the gabba mm, yeah. um and mum and dad were there um so it was, that was really special because yeah they probably see me the few days before and and just like dad's i probably goal kick maybe once or twice a week and dad's out there collecting the balls for me and i'll always finish with a few field goals yeah. and I think he probably would have had a little chuckle to I'd have himself. it's all him. He would yeah. that for sure. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, there it is. I've seen that before. So, um,
0: so on a typical week, are you as a regular part of your, your training plan? You're, you're banging them over as much as you can?
1: Yeah, as much as I can. Like we actually did a couple scenarios at training in the lead up. Um, Murph must have knew that, <laughs> that something was going on. but So we just um, did some training on what point to get to and, and when I want to pull the trigger kind of thing. Um, and in the lead up like of a, of a game week, I'd – get At least one, probably one hour goalkeep session in, and, yeah. and maybe chuck on five field goals, one um, like a couple from the 20, a couple from the 30, and, and try and get one from the 40. But well, what was the
0: Broncos one? What was that, 30?
1: Uh, that was just 20. Okay, no, just yeah. 20. All good.
0: <laughs> what do you, um? so I guess you got a lot of composure and confidence in that moment to go, all right, I'm the girl, I'm going to step up, give me the ball, I'll, I'll win this. Um, is do you sort of, are you the designated person in that situation? Like, do you demand the ball, or how does that sort of play out?
1: Yeah, um, I kind of do. There hasn't really been a conversation with, like, who's doing it. It's just kind of been, like, when we're at training, I'm just like, yep, I want it, I'll do it. Um, Only because I know I train for it and I practice it. Um, So I I think I'm like, yep, okay, I I know I can do this. Um, And also with the sevens background, I used to, like, kick off and convert, which are all drop kicks too. True, yeah. So it kind of muscle memory is there. It's just a matter of staying composed in the moment and not trying to boot the leather off it and just have a nice, clean contact.
0: Yeah, well, one for the highlights, <laughs> look, for sure. Um, I guess – and then if we sort of go back in time a little bit, obviously you finished school 2012 um, and I remember – like I remember you were talking, you obviously had some options about what you are going to do sporting-wise, but rugby, sevens, all league, that was in the pitch then when you were in year 12A. No. It
1: was all soccer. No, it was all soccer um, at that point. I was going up to probably – from two thousand and nine I wanna say, maybe two thousand and ten, heading up to QAS maybe three or four times a week in Brizzy, um, for soccer, which was um with Queensland Academy of Sport, but then that also was like connected to Queensland Raw, or it was Queensland Raw at the time now, yep. Brisbane Raw. Um, and that was kind of the pathway. Um, and I played twenty twelve, so that week, um I had like Schoolie's week. I had um, I got signed on an injury contract with RAW and the two games literally fell like bookend schoolies. So it was <laughs> weekend it before and weekend after. So um I you know gave up gave up schoolies. Not that it's really anything, but <laughs> yeah. that's the time it landed. True. Um so I had my two RAW games there and then um wanted to pursue like a an actual full length contract. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't call it full time, but just like a a full normal contract yep. kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, got an opportunity down at Newcastle Jets, which would have been the 2013 season. Okay, yeah. I um, was straight
0: after school. You are straight into it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Yep, straight into it. And that was the season, I think it was end of end of 2013, like is when the season used to be. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, did Newcastle for a season. Um, How'd you and,
0: like living down there?
1: I love Newcastle. Yep. It was honestly such a beautiful part of the world and, it's probably what the Gold Don't Coast tell Millie was. That. <laughs> I know it's probably. <laughs> Actually, what she's gone the... there. Now.
0: Sorry, she's Roosters, isn't she? Yeah, but yeah, she. Right. I
1: think she still lives in. Yeah, still okay. lives in Nui. Right, right. Um, but it's probably what the Gold Coast was 30 years ago or so. True. Yeah. I think it's. Um, yeah. Surfing sort of town. Of that. Yeah, yeah. Nice, um, nice little town. But as I said before, realised soccer, you know, wasn't going to pay the bills, so came back and um, did a bachelor business with sport management and mm-hmm. event management at uni, and that was about. Well, I did that part-time, so it was about three to four years. And in that time, um, 2016 was when I first kind of got introduced to Sevens. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one of my friends, Tony um, Tony Wells, who I used to play touch with, so he did that like, Gold Coast touch and things like that, and she was like, oh, I've just started playing Sevens. I absolutely love it because I was always – Quite like aggressive at soccer or or touch or anything. A bit of mungling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just I call it competitive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair, yeah. Um. So yeah, did that and um, went to like it was like a trial day at, uh, with Queensland Reds mm. um sevens up at Ballymore there and went there and absolutely loved it. Like it was kind of the closest thing I've ever had to, to playing league. Yeah. So like growing up, I idolized league like I absolutely loved it lived and breathed it never played it mm. but you know watched it all the time pretended I was Darren Lockyer out down at the touch fields and catching bombs and things like that yeah um so being able to yeah to to play sevens and have tackling and kicking main thing I wanted to do yeah, was is be able to kick down darn footy, which yeah. you which you can't in touch so I loved it
0: how was the tackling first because that was the first time you would have done that I'm guessing
1: yeah it, it took a while that contact aspect yeah. is because it's so technical and especially in sevens it's one on, like majority one on one tackle. Yeah, if you, so you miss it she's gone. You're gone yeah. and if you miss a tackle in sevens it normally leads to a try so yeah. it's I think it was kind of good in a way that I started with sevens learning the contact side through there because it's all about technique and you know that low chop getting getting them to the ground as quick as possible to try and get a pilfer so I think yeah that definitely helped with with my contact side once I got it, but I sucked at tackling. I used to just jump on their back and <laughs> pig, get back down the field. Sounds or, like my career. <laughs> or just be like a speed bump and just... <laughs> just wear it. Just, yeah, yeah, just go, yep, cool, this is happening. Yeah, but, yeah. Obviously you worked it out eventually. <laughs> yeah, finally got there.
0: Um, obviously you spent some time in the Aussie 7 system. Did you ever make the move full-time to Sydney?
1: You did do that? Yeah, I um I got signed end of twenty eighteen okay um yep. and I, that was a two year deal so it kind of took me into COVID mm-hmm. um so yeah I moved down there full time um me and my friend Yazi um we were signed on development contracts it was probably just after the Com Games on Gold Coast yeah okay um because they picked up a few injuries and needed mm. some girls um so we made our debut when we weren't full time gotcha um, so we went you made to your debut Fiji um the cold in, coast was it yeah in Oceana but I they don't really count that as a cap it's not world series yeah. so that was my debut um that was 2017 mm. and then um was able lucky enough to be part of the Com games like training squad cool. they just need a few extra bodies so I was part of that which was cool and then um after Com games they picked up a couple injuries and Yasmin and I we got our opportunity to debut over in Japan at cool. Kitakyushu. yeah uh, that was really really cool
0: I was gonna say that um com games here, were you were you like with the team when they played the games? Were you at the stadium at all?
1: Um I, I was just there as a fan. fan. Like I was at the training camp previously, but I wasn't at the village or anything.
0: I often say to people like I went obviously to do that final day. That's probably one of the best days I've had. Like the that stadium was so full. Obviously it was heartbreak in the end for the girls, but I just remember that I had such good memories of the atmosphere and people getting around the rugby sevens. It was yep. unreal, I reckon.
1: It was really cool. Like that vibe in that stadium and the atmosphere. It was so good. It was um yeah. They should bring it back or bring one of the instead of Perth Sevens, bring it back to the Goldie.
0: Well, we had that and we didn't get around it and we we lost it. Typical Gold Coast sport, but anyway.
1: Typical Gold Coast Gold Coast sport. Like I
0: don't. It's always been a struggle, I guess.
1: Yeah, hey? like no team can really solidify a really good fan base it's, maybe because the beaches. There are too nice. so many
0: options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like anything. Success helps. Obviously, <laughs> totally. I guess you noticed. Obviously, last year probably um. Got a lot more, you know, a lot more fans, a lot more following of the girls, and then if the men can start, you know, delivering as well, I think that'll change. Because back yeah. in the glory days, and the Titans were the men side were really good. That place was full. Yeah, like, they were
1: getting at least twenty. Yeah. yeah. So
0: you know, fingers crossed, we can they can run it back I and know. follow follow your lead.
1: I've got good vibes for the boys this year. Don't yeah. want to put the mockery on them, but. Desi. Yeah, Desi. I think he's cracked the whip a bit. They're mm. they looking fit. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I think. Have you met him? Met Desi. Um, yes, I did. He actually came down to our grand final. Okay. Cool. He was um, just hovering around there, so um, seems like an absolute cool. character. Yeah, I haven't. It's just been um, like surface level chat. I yeah, haven't yeah. had a, have a proper convo with him, but yeah. um, I'm sure I will soon.
0: Um, so then, do you part of the World Cup in San Fran?
1: Yes. Yep.
0: As a you actually in the, you were in the twelve.
1: So a lot of I was traveling thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So, right. And it's like it sucked because one of our girls got injured, but mm. with the women, like back then, the rules for the women was like as soon as the warm up of the for the first game is complete. They're the twelve girls that finished the tournament, oh, okay. no matter what injuries were. And yep. one of the girls got injured, but I still couldn't, um, you know, go in and help. So mm. it was unreal experience because it was look cool you know, there in yeah. the baseball stadium on the water. Yeah, and yep. it's like I I was thirteenth a lot, which was really hard. But then in the other like some people kind of get down the dumps when they're thirteenth and their first reserve. But I was like. No way. Like, look, we're in this beautiful country. Yeah. Like, I'm here. Um, at a World like, Cup. Yeah, at a World Cup. Like, I'm here to help, like, with any of your game day prep, whatever you need. Like, fill up your water bottles, get you some lollies, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for I'm it. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just a cool experience. Well,
0: where did we end up in that tournament? I want to say third. Third, okay. Yeah, France that sort of, yeah. came yeah. out of nowhere. True. They're, they're pretty solid now mm. as well. Um, I guess, and then when did you, was it 2020 you left Aussie 7s? Yep. Um, was that because you sort of... Wanted to change or league came knocking. What was that process like?
1: So that was pretty much there was about well, five or six of us. We just didn't get our contracts renewed. So gotcha. they yeah. run their course and they're like um, "Like we don't want to resign you yeah. pretty much. So.
0: P- professional sport, I guess. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah which which happens. And, and that, to be honest, was completely mm. fine because this was right during COVID. Mm. Um, and I was – we weren't allowed to train. We weren't allowed to – like down in Sydney, weren't allowed to leave the house really or do anything, so I was like, I may as well be doing that at home in Queensland. So before yeah. all the lockdowns and the borders closed, um, they let us because a lot of the girls are from Queensland, like they let us all fly home and and then I was probably home for about six six to eight weeks. Yeah. Okay. Before they really were like, okay, this is when training and stuff will start, and then it kept getting pushed back. So I was probably at home for three months going. What's doing I here? I really like it up here. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. I'm, I'm a lot happier up here I'm my yeah, family, my friends and yeah. my boyfriend at the time. Um he cuz yeah, he's at, was at the coast and we were doing yeah. long distance. So I was like Yeah, it's hard. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Um so it kind of worked out well that they didn't want me back either. So Yeah, right. And then I got the chance to pursue league.
0: What was if you look at I guess overall in time in the Aussie Sevens program with Rugby Australia. Um, obviously, it's been a tough old time with Rugby Union. Um, obviously, the Aussie girls, they're sort of the shining light of mm. late. I guess, what are sort of your memories, um, you know, overall experiences, takeaways from it all?
1: I have some amazing memories with the Sevens. Um, like, you hear some other girls have some mixed reports, but it's just, it's elite sport. It's full-time, it's professional. So, I had a lot of heartbreak with missing teams, mm. um, big injuries. I broke my leg and then it was really hard to try and get back into the spot. Um, like I was never one of the girls that were guaranteed a spot in the twelve. I always really had to fight for, you know, position eleven, twelve and most of the time I was thirteen, but some of the girls like, you know, would get down in the dumps about that. But I was like, No, this is I'm getting paid to train every day. Like this is it's the what best. You dreamt of, yeah. I get to travel the world with some of my best mates mm. and like experience these really cool countries and cultures. Um, and get paid to do this, like so. I was very glass half full approach with the sevens, and yeah. I, I think that was great because yeah, I've honestly some of the best memories. Yeah.
0: And then, so how did the the Broncos approach you? Obviously, um, and then you, when you got the call from league, were you like, was that the plan, or you were sort of hoping, or how did that sort of happen?
1: I, so I obviously moved back and wasn't going back down to Sydney, and so I was just you know surfing, training, just doing my own thing for a while, not really thinking about oh what am I going to do now is just I actually set up my own dog walking business and so that was keeping me quite busy um so I did that for a bit and then I just really got to the point where I started missing like that team environment and that team morale and just getting around each other um so I reached out to one of my friends Talisha Harden who used to be in the Aussie 7s um and she was playing at the Burley Bears so I reached out to her and I was like hey any chance that I can come down to Bears just for a training session? Like I really want to give League a crack. I'm not sure if I'll be any good, but I'd like to, you know, come down and train with you and just see how it is and what it's all about. And yeah. she was like, hell yeah. So hooked me up with um, like the contact details and stuff and went down to Bears and, and knew a couple familiar faces um, from Union, like Millie, Millie Boyle. Oh, yeah. Um, and then – yeah, and then it kind of just kicked off from there, and just played. It was called the Wholesome Cup at that time.
0: Mm.
1: Played that, had so much fun, um, learned a lot, and then um, kind of Broncos opportunity came about, and just took that with two hands because Bronx was the uh, my favorite team growing yeah. up. Like I idolized them, so I was like, hell yeah! It'd be pretty cool to play for the Bronx and and give this a red hot crack. And
0: was um your obviously your debut. Who, like, tell me about that moment, how proud you must be Because Broncos, they are, you know, one of the most famous clubs in this country. Yeah. Um, obviously, Darren Lockyer, you know, your hero. Like, what was that moment like for you?
1: It was it was really cool. Even, like, the media day leading up to it, when you, you put your jersey on and yeah. you're like, oh, my God. This is this is, real? I haven't yeah. bought this from Rebel. Like, this, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is actually, like, my.
0: Could yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, oh, my God, this is cool. Like, I don't need to go buy a jersey this season. I'm sort like, all good. No, um, it was really special. Um, and I think I ended up finding a photo of when I probably was like eight or nine with like my um, actually, I would have been older because it was with the premiership Josie the Bronx had in 06, their white one. And I have that one. Yeah. Um, and I found a photo of that and me like with the emblem. And then um, they got us to like do that in one of the media days. And I was like, kind of that like full circle moment. 100%. It was, um, it was pretty cool.
0: And where was it and who against?
1: Um, it was down in Canberra against the Warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah
0: right. Yeah. Freezing cold. What time of year was it?
1: Oh, it would have been August.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it's getting chilly.
1: Yeah, it would have been August. Well, that's when it was the three games and then the final. Because oh, there were just four teams in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Did you win? Yes.
0: You w yeah. on debut. We yes. love that. Yes.
1: Big old winger. I didn't score it. Barely touchable, I think.
0: So we got the jersey, we got it's the just, moments. And then you won a comp, didn't you? Yeah, that
1: year, that year we got the premiership, um, which is unreal. Like yeah. that that whole from Bears to premiership with Broncos, like that whole period a, of time. What a quick just, window, though, as well. Oh, it was unreal. I was like, holy moly, like why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah. But I got there. So got there in the end. Were you yeah. sent out in that final? Um, I was hooker.
0: Hooker. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. So
1: I made a pretty quick transition. They, yep. they found out pretty quickly for that me. <laughs> I don't have wheels. I have two flat tyres. Um, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, let's push her in the middle. Um, but, no, I played nine and, um, yeah, and loved it from there.
0: And then Origin followed and then Jill Rose and here we are now. And
1: then Origin, they're like, oh, get her out of nine, put her back in the centres. <laughs> <laughs> so then went centre for Origin. Um, and then, yeah.
0: Going really so far so good. Mm. Uh, I guess we talk obviously look at that what a comp was like back then to what it is now uh, with the broadcast deals and the fans and the you know the memberships. It's huge now. Uh, I guess what's your overall take of women's rugby league in this country and NRLW as a whole? Yeah, you know, how do you sort of see it?
1: I I love the direction it's going. I think it's important we don't try and get there too quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's got to be a slow process. Yeah. Um, but I think like the best thing. So like when I was young. I would have had to stop playing rugby league when I was 12 because that's when we're not allowed to play with the boys anymore. Yeah. And then there obviously wasn't enough girls playing to just have girls' comps, whereas now girls can play from when they're two months now, yeah, when yeah. they're like, you know, when they're five or six yeah. and literally go all the way through through school pathways, club pathways and literally play all the way until they're whenever they want to stop. Yeah, so, it's so good now when you think about yeah.
0: whether it's union or league, like – it's actually not, It's a real competitive for soccer, really, yep. and yep. these girls have got so many options, which is which is
1: great. And I think it's like the girls that are like the six year old now watching NRLW is probably thinking, "What the hell is that?" Because she's going to be learning all these contact skills yeah. from when she's six, and it's just going to be, you know, she's going to be an absolute freak when she's eight. By the time she's True. eighteen, and they'll just be yeah. I, I'm really excited to see how that the pathways in place, what that produces because I think there's some really skilled girls coming through.
0: Oh, it's very exciting. The talent is yeah. – I remember you uh, – do you ever play the Aeon 7s? You did, hey? The yeah, I played a couple of years, With yeah. Griff?
1: Yep, uh, first year Griff, then You Bond played Bond with for us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. and then so, I broke my leg during Aeon. Uh,
0: lovely. Because <laughs> 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 I just remember the example I always use is Aeon 2017, watching that and like the level, it was pretty poor. Like it was the skills, yeah. you know, catch pass, it was – not, not great. And now you see it. It is just, oh, I love, percent. I, I watch NLW. I yep. watch all the women's sevens. Like, it's actually really good footy. Whereas, you, you know, five years ago you probably couldn't say that. Definitely. Um, but that shows you what happens in your full-time program. You give these girls opportunities and mm-hmm. look what happens.
1: And then, yeah, they just grow from there. And I think what needs to happen next, I'm pretty sure that another two teams are going to come in either next 25, 26 or 27. Yeah, okay. But what majority of the girls would like to see is, that it stays at 10 teams and you verse everyone twice. So then you oh, have okay. an 18 round comp. It's a proper season. Yeah, yeah. proper season. Um, add in, you know, a few extra weeks for pre-season, probably another week or two, like for the final series. And then you've got pretty, pretty, a pretty long comp there, um, pretty good footy. You probably wouldn't need to do your BMD and things like that beforehand. So I think, yeah, that would be the next step. That, that seems the be, future. What that all... would be amazing. but. I don't know if that will happen.
0: We'll see. So who's coming in next, do we know?
1: Not sure yet. Um few clubs have put in their tenders. Okay. Um, so it's yeah, up to the NRL I think to yeah, right. decide who wins that.
0: Regardless, it's always in good direction, which is exciting. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like any growth is good growth. So um yeah. Super so w- positive.
0: What's it like for you now, like when you go out, do you get recognized a little bit from you know girls or like how is how's that?
1: No, not, either, not at all. Not yeah, okay. Not at all. Um, which I'm not mad about because if I'm down at the path having
0: <laughs> having a couple,
1: having a couple drinks, it's never just a couple. <laughs> so I'm probably not in a state. brand new weapon <laughs> to be recognised. So it's um no um yeah I'm no Reese Welsh or anything like that. That's for sure. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs>
0: Uh, I guess on that, a bit a bit on yourself, um, for people that don't know you, outside footy and you know, outside being a fiery who is Lauren Brown? I guess living on the Gold Coast a good place to be. Uh, hobbies, what do you sort of like to – obviously you love your dog walking.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I've stopped the dog walking now, but I, I still love my dog. Um, so, yeah, I just love the beach, my like my thing, like for my own time. Like I love my own time and I yeah. need it, um, time to reflect and just – and just chill out too For and sure. not think Especially about it.
0: Just your anything. life. Both both worlds are so full on all yeah, the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's it's nice. Normally like you'll see me down the beach in the morning with my dog either swimming or if the surf's good, then I'll
0: You're a bit of a surfer, right?
1: Eh? Um yeah, yeah. I like to surf. I wouldn't say I'm a professional, but, but you can um, do it. I, I like to catch a wave here or there. Yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> but um yeah, surf. Um I actually play guitar in my own time and other thing that's like just good to say if I'm nervous, like big game or something coming up. I'll try and like learn a new song or something, it's just a good way to kind of take my mind completely off it. Um, and yeah, and I could spend hours in a room and look up and be like, Oh my god, it's wow, that's, that's so, so good. Can you sing as well? Oh, I wish I actually can't. I haven't got the vocals, and like if I could sing, like you'd know because I wouldn't shut up, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, very tone deaf. So yeah, right, I okay. need um, so Shannon Marto in oh, our yeah, team, yeah. she can sing really well. Um, so I need to, like, try and tee her up just bit of a duo. sing my songs. Yeah, there we yeah.
0: go. <laughs> I like that. Um, so for the Titans, how long are you locked in for? What are you signed on?
1: So I've got another two seasons. Oh,
0: two? Oh, good. Yeah. That's exciting. It must be nice to have a bit of, I guess, security and, and oh. cement in what you're doing.
1: Honestly, I think that's, it's probably one of the best things about the CBA getting put in place is just that stability and, and certainty. Like, it used to be after every NRLW season, you're like, oh, shit, do they want me again next year? or oh, no, they don't. Where am I going to go? Like, yeah, which would scary.
0: when you've got, you know, bills to pay, life, you're yeah. living in different cities and whatnot.
1: Yeah, and then especially when, like, some of these conversations would start to you'd hear whispers in the change rooms and stuff, like when you're still playing and, you know, it's, you Locker don't really want mentals. that. Yeah, in the back of your head going, oh, no, I've just dropped that ball and probably <laughs> need to find another club next season. So, and it's also another positive is, girls can see who's locked in um you can retain a lot of your squad like for us from last year to this year we've retained a good amount of girls so we can kind of you know build on what we had last year and new girls coming to the club kind of know who's here how they play um if they played with them before and things like that so I think it's really cool
0: because that was that was the whole obviously sort of a lot on social media last year the um the PA dealing of that stuff is that what it was about yes well, CBA
1: yeah. And stuff? yeah yeah it was about CBA and there was a lot of lot of things in there with terms and conditions that um you know that needed to that weren't really needed to come to the table a bit. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. The NRL weren't really providing much, and and even just like the CBA, it allowed our draw to for next season. our draw's are already out now, so mm. girls you know can organise their work. Yeah, yeah. Because all the girls are practically full time, and if they're not full time, they just got um, casual jobs, so it can work around footy. Otherwise. Some employers are saying, "Well, sorry, you, you know you can't have all this time off in this four or five month period. Go find somewhere else to work." And yeah, so it's it's quite stressful. So it's given girls just the chance to try and forward plan and um yeah and work work their life around footy a little
0: bit. So I like got all the Titans squad. They all like have another job as well still.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apar- apart from some of the young girls, like they're either the uni or studying or something. Yeah. studying or doing something like that. Yeah. But um yeah everyone. Everyone's Can you
0: see jump. it eventually going where it's like like the men where it's full time
1: yeah i definitely I definitely think that's in the in the pipeline um when I'm not too sure i'd say well if you if they do what you're
0: saying the, the extent of the season yeah, that's when you need to like
1: that would be that would be pretty close because yeah. yeah, and if they get to twelve teams, I'm not sure I would say at least five it's more than five years yeah. away um well, you have this on recording now. If it isn't, yeah, you know, we go. I'll, we do I'll, it? I'll clip it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but I think it's definitely moving in that direction. How fast? I don't know, because sure. um, the CBA is still twenty twenty seven, and that is saying that there's the option for twelve teams. Okay, I could be quoted wrong here, but either twenty six or twenty seven. Yep. Um, they are allowed to bring in you know another two teams, which would be good um, for the growth. And then maybe from there, then you're looking at okay, well, we everyone twice. And what, Plus the preseason 22 trials. Round, like, 22 round games, yeah, and all that. And that's eight so months it's, a year, you know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, so it's definitely getting there. And I think these young 18-year-olds will definitely experience it, which is
0: cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we look towards this season uh, with the Titans. Uh, you did mention a lot of returning stars. How is the squad sort of shaping up uh, for the year ahead?
1: Um, it's shaping up really well. I, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the girls have stayed, which is really exciting, and a lot of, like all the girls wanted to stay, which is the most promising thing in and from talking to Murph, there's been a lot of girls reach out to the club and, and want to put their hand up to, to come to the Gold Coast and, and be a part of what we've got, which is really cool. Because yeah. um, I think, yeah, our a lot of girls saw the culture we had and was like, oh, that's really cool, I want to be a part of that. So I think that's, you know, always really nice to hear. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, retain majority of our squad and we'll just be looking to build from last year's grand final, knowing that, you know, that's the starting place now Um. You know, everyone, every season at NRLW, everyone's improved. The standard's gotten better, as you were saying before. Mm. So what we did last year isn't going to be um, good enough. We're going to have again. to, you know, go to another level. And and then that's just the base and build up from there.
0: Because I always I always say this a lot, like the men's. The Gold Coast is such a good place to live and play footy. Like it should be the spot to go. Like um, I feel like for a lot of the girls, what a, what a life. Live here, play footy. Can't get much better, can you?
1: Definitely. I think it's a, it's a big draw card and when we do start to move to that full-time situation, I think that's when you'll see a lot of girls move because at the moment to relocate for five months, like a lot of jobs yep. don't allow that True. or if they've got kids and families, like a lot of girls are teachers and things so they, they're kind of locked into their little regions mm-hmm. um, and, you know, for five months of the year, um, not I don't know many workplaces that will, you know, allow them to, to leave and have a job to come back to. So I think that's that's the main, you know, um, challenge yeah. with that. And, yeah, but it's, as I said, it's going in the right direction. Definitely.
0: Uh, so I guess the bar this year, it's, it's premiership. That's, that's, that's where we're going.
1: <laughs> it's got to be, doesn't it? Um, now I think the girls had a taste of how close we were. I, st- I still haven't watched the game back. I really? Can't, like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I. I, would cry. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I won't. Well, I'm not, I won't talk about it anymore.
1: <laughs> I was fully ugly girl crying at the end of the game because I went up to Yazzy who played. I think I saw that photo went <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Yazi Clydesdale. She's yeah. my best friend. She was on the other team. Yeah. Um. And she was crying more than me, and then that made me cry that she was crying and upset, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh gosh. It's yeah. footy, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: um. What was I say? <laughs> yeah, I was actually I was gutted as well, being your yeah. like fans were, but um yeah they were good side, but we'll go one better this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. and I think it was probably you know as shit as it was. You never obviously want to lose a grand final, but we like we kind of got together as a group after and was literally like, remember this feeling because yep. this is gonna be our driving force in preseason when times get tough, like, we need to remember what this feels like and, and make sure we don't feel like that again. again. Yeah. Exactly right. It's yeah. um,
0: cliche, I, as that no, sounds. No, well, it's right, though. <laughs> uh, I guess personally this year, if any, you know, your sort of own goals, what you're trying to achieve, I guess, on and off the field?
1: Yeah, I guess um, with Fiery's, I've um, just got, like, my grade-to-grade coming up, which is kind of, like, going to the next rank. So cool. um, in Fiery's world of, yeah, I've got to, you know, a few steps I've got to try and uh, climb, um, and pass some practical and, and um theory tests. So that's probably yeah, going on in the background and then um just kinda working through footy and trying to juggle the two again. Yeah. Um, and then probably she just in my own time just chilling out and learn how to sing, maybe. Yeah. Oh gosh. I don't think you can teach a drowning You Should cat have bought your guitar, sing. what are you doing? <laughs> can you sing?
0: Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. No. You got
1: a great speaking voice. Yeah, that's
0: about it. That's where it ends. <laughs> The commentary is where I stop.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not convinced.
0: Before we move on a bit of our last sort of segment, I want. I want to get your take on obviously the Matildas this year. Obviously yep. being a soccer girl at heart, uh, that must have been a pretty special for you to watch. And girls, you know, I know there was an All Saints girl in there as well. Yep. I think.
1: Yeah, makes um, Tamika make Butt now Tamika Yallop. Yep. Um She was in there, a part of it, and I honestly think it was so cool what they did, and just to see how they literally captivated a whole nation from. No one really knowing any Matildas, Mm. like commercially, like I know people that love the sport know them, but overall like showing someone who's never played sport like a photo, they'll know who they are and I think that's really cool. Um, They, yeah, captivated the whole nation and just to see the support grow each, you know, each game or, you know, as it got closer, that was really cool and I don't know like what... I don't know there was just something special about yeah. it, and it's really hard to put words to it, but I think like it comes down to just they're incredible athletes, and they're finally getting the recognition they deserve, like the w league's been struggling with viewership and things like that for a long time. Yeah. The girls have been playing overseas and that um with for better standard and and better leagues over there and
0: and most of have to come back when they come out to play for their country. They have to put the bill for that yeah. to come back. So, like, it was, a, you know, it wasn't easy.
1: No, not easy at all. So I think it's really cool to see the recognition, um, like, given to them because that's definitely what they deserve. And I hope that, you know, it's kind of sparked something in Australia with, with women's sport. And I don't know who we've got to talk to, if it's their marketing or something, but whoever created that buzz mm. and got the attention to see, hey, look how talented these girls are. Um, and it just kind of manifested and, and grew. So that was really cool.
0: I haven't seen a, a country in my lifetime get around a sporting like that ever. It was yeah. it was captivating. And then from a media point of view, you look at the, the socials where it started, the Matildas, you know, Instagram, whatever, to where yep. it finished. They've got more than the men's now. Like it was incredible the way they did it. Do you know
1: it. what, like what did they start at?
0: Oh, it was it was like under 100,000. <sighs> and now it's probably over a mil, yeah. or, I think. I don't quite remember. Even yeah. like
1: the girls' private profiles. Yeah. Have just increased insanely, which is amazing. Like that's what you want to see. It's very like cool. they're literally these girls, these women. They're the top of their game, and it's cool that finally, after you know, slogging it out, it you know, local parks with no people coming to watch to now filling a hundred thousand yeah, like people stadium. It's, around the world, yeah, like, around incredible. the world, it's global. Uh, I think it's cool. And then,
0: of course, uh, oh, but it's good for your game as well. Like, it's good for women's sport as a whole. I think their success
1: definitely. I think so, and I hope that you know it inspires other um, like sport fanatics to to get around women in sport and and see that look, it is growing, and so either jump on board now because you'll definitely be bandwagoner yeah. later on. So
0: well, that, now is that rugby league and. Women's Soccer Connection with Fowler and, and Cleary, yes. so, you know.
1: I know. Maybe there might be more. Who knows? Love
0: conquers all, yeah. loss <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love wins.
0: I would, I, I've seen all the style. Like they go. To, I saw the Daily Mail and they're at the park kicking the footy or whatever. Yeah. And there's photos. And I'm like, leave them alone. Yeah. It's so crook, but yeah, that's fine. I know.
1: It's hard, but that's, that's, that's what happens. And that's cool for yeah. Mary as well to, you know, be of that status. It's awesome. Like, everyone recognises her and it's unreal and that's what the Matildas have done, I guess. Saw so so. at them
0: at the PAV, actually, on the source. Yeah, I oh. saw that, yep, so.
1: Did you go up and say hello?
0: No, I'm not going to do that.
1: <laughs> you should have taken a soccer ball and done some juggles. Yeah, yeah, something. I'm sure they would have loved that. how many I can do? <laughs> <laughs> do. you
0: want to come to my podcast? Yeah. Thanks.
1: Yeah, um, you should. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll take,
0: you can give me the, the intro. Yeah, do yeah. Do you know... Mary's ever crossed paths at um, that in no, time.
1: No, I um, I yeah, don't know Mary. She's a
0: lot younger than us. She's only 20 yeah, I think
1: years. she's a baby. Like we're old now. Oof,
0: yeah, in <laughs> in our twenties lost. Jesus, did you up.
1: ever meet Haley Razo? No. So she went to Emmanuel. She was, oh, okay. was she in my grade. She's a year older than me, but I don't know if she was in my grade or True. or the year above. But she went to Emmanuel Meeks. Wow, good little APS connection there. Yeah, and then True. there were a few yeah, a few of the girls that were a part of Roll. So um, yeah, it was really cool to see them. Do their Shine. thing. Yep. Hopefully
0: they keep it going. Yep. Um before we sort of wrap up on the last sort of segment here, so what of I've got doing a bit of a rapid questions oh God. for you. Yeah. Here so we go. I did this with Sophie and she was freaking out. I'm oh, like Sophie, she just would. Like, Yeah, yeah. She I'm would. like, just chill out. And her laugh like, gets me every time. <laughs> She's an absolute <laughs> meme that girl. Her
1: laugh is funnier than the joke.
0: Yeah. It's hundred percent. Anyway, so it was just her giggling for 20 minutes, but yeah, anyway. I uh, love that. So, yeah, to finish off, um, I've got about 10 questions here. Whatever comes to your mind. Oh, just, gosh. Uh, uh, sometimes
1: out. I have no filter. Well,
0: that's good. I'll, if it's really bad, we'll cut it out. <laughs> I don't know to get you cancelled yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alrighty, most annoying teammate?
1: Oh, Riley Jorgensen.
0: I sure have just got re-signed, didn't she? Yep. She's a gunner.
1: Love guy. her, but she's... A pain in the ass. Yeah, pain in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, biggest ick? Oh... Biggest ick, and I meant to answer these fast, aren't No, I? no,
0: just whatever.
1: Probably like someone that like loves himself at the gym, films himself Ooh, at the gym yeah, or okay. selfies like tensing in mirrors and stuff. All right. I would say that. Listen to that. Oh, Boys God. are there trying to steal that, Loz's is heart. Is really bad? No, no.
0: You know, the, the guys need to know what they like, not to do, Loz. All <laughs> if right. they
1: love their body, that's great.
0: Yeah, but no tensing in the mirror.
1: Yeah. Okay. No,
0: all right. No. Uh, Weights or cardio?
1: <laughs> um... I think I'm better at cardio than I am at weights, but I like weights because cardio
0: hurts. (laughs) Just choose both, sure. (laughs) Um, Coffee or alcohol?
1: Oh, both. Espresso martini.
0: There you go. I like that. (laughs) Uh, Best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: Um, Control the controllables. Oh, that's good. Uh,
0: What's something no one knows about you?
1: Um.
0: That's a hard one, I know. I thought of that because someone asked me that yeah. I wouldn't
1: know
0: what to say. Um, I was going to say the guitar thing, is that? I was it the
1: guitar? I was going to say, oh, God, I sound, like, I, was, I sound like a wanker if I say that. <laughs> I, <didn't> say that. <laughs> um, I got 10 tattoos. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Liter- yeah, okay. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> I was going to say, I won't tell you where they all are. <laughs> Leave them alone. Uh, um, Favorite thing to do on a day off?
1: Go to the beach, either surf or just swim.
0: What's a dream you haven't achieved
1: yet? Um, to win a – be one of the first Gold Coast teams to win a championship.
0: I like it. And finally, what does your life look like in 10 years' time, ideally? I've
1: probably about 50 dogs. Um <laughs>
0: And that's it. Just you. That's it.
1: No one. Probably someone. Some guy that just tenses in the mirror. I was just. <laughs> Imagine
0: if you end up with some bloke that's like this that. Would,
1: loves world gym or something. I'll clip it. Um. Yeah. No. Hopefully. Um. Ten years. I'd like to. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Happily married. Um. Maybe one or two kids. And We're still playing footy? Um. In Ten years. I don't think. 38? so. No. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I have to see how the body goes. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to aim for another four or five years. Mm -hmm. I'll re reassess Reassess. there, but I'd like to still be involved in footy somehow if that's in an assistant or a manager role. Um, yeah. Does the coaching
0: side of things interest you?
1: It does a little bit, probably not being like a head coach, but just to be like a part of the coaching staff and, you know, add a little bit here and there. Um,
0: bit of a consultant maybe.
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) maybe, maybe I can uh, be the team firefighter. (laughs) <laughs> um, just to make sure everyone's safe
0: <laughs> what about uh, what about the media stuff I see a few girls doing that now and you me in the booth with do some commentary yeah together.
1: oh my god I actually yeah I, I do like like the media side of things yeah. I think it's really cool and and what it it brings like another side I guess to mm. the athletes and, and to the sport so um, I wouldn't say no for that I'd, Yeah. Definitely. it's been
0: good actually seeing um, some of the players on panels now and you know, podcasts and stuff yeah. it's really good
1: it's really, it's it's really cool because
0: you wouldn't really hear cool. from them generally like yeah. back in the day and now it's just it was just all men but yes. now it's you know you're getting Millie up there you're getting um Sergius or whatever yeah yeah talking ball
1: yeah it's it's cool and I think it's like as much as obviously the NRL and NRLW are the same game they're also quite different um with you know skill sets and things like that so I think you know the women's game is different to the men's and in in good ways yep. um so I think it's cool to see that side of it too
0: and the fiery stuff Long term, you wanted to do that. That's you can see yourself doing that in ten years. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You found I, um, your career post footy.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that that was one of the big things why I you know chose Fireys for academy to to miss BMD and um, withdraw from Origin selection was yep. that the Fireys is a career I can do till I'm sixty five, um, whereas footy. <laughs> Haven't seen any sixty-five-year-olds <laughs> run around <laughs> on the footy field, um, yeah. so that was that was also like a, a big way up for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's definitely yeah, I absolutely love the Fireys. Um, Qfest is such a good organisation to work for, and they've allowed me to yeah keep pursuing my footy, which I'm super grateful for.
0: Unreal. Well, on that note, Lauren Brown, thank you very much, and uh, all the best for the year ahead.
1: Thanks, Jordy. Appreciate it.